Ready to keep you company wherever you are. Card Blanche, the podcast, brings you immersive, hard-hitting stories anytime, anywhere, every week. It's a sinister tale involving a multi-million rand superyacht, two South African engineers, and a flamboyant politician from Equatorial Guinea. Teodoro Nguema Obiang Mangu flaunts his riches at every opportunity. In fact, so attached to the trappings of wealth is this West African country's vice president that it seems he'll do anything to hang on to them, even if it means orchestrating a treacherous transnational plot. It's the middle of the night on the 9th of February. Two South African engineers are dragged from their hotel rooms in the West African state of Equatorial Guinea, detained on drug charges. Phone me to say to me, I don't think I'll ever see you again. And then the phone was taken away from him. A local news channel says they were in possession of bags of white powder. No, no, never in my life. That's not mine. It's definitely not mine. Protesting their innocence, they're at the mercy of a country with a questionable human rights record. When was the last time you saw your dad here in George? The 8th January. Their detention thrust them to the center of an international controversy. Is it possible they're being used as pawns in a cruel game of tit-for-tat? Victims of a powerful and angry elite. Peter Huxham and Frederick Putrita worked for the Dutch oil and gas company SBM Offshore. When they were arrested at their hotel in Equatorial Guinea's capital, Malabo, they were preparing to return home to South Africa. Peter's partner, Kathy McConaughey, was at home when she got the news of the arrest. Got a phone call on the 9th to say, Kathy, something strange has happened. They're knocking on my door and they want to take me away for questioning about drugs. Now, yes. when you hear drugs, what came to your mind? Obviously, they got the wrong person because we don't do drugs. And that's why I said, you know, just go along and see what they want. So you'd never heard from him again since the 9th of February? 2253, yes. Amazingly, Peter and Frederick had never met before. They worked in different offshore divisions. Their families, now bound by a shared trauma, are trying to figure out what happened. When was the last phone call that your family got from your dad? I was by He was at the hotel. He said, good night, sleep well, I will see you tomorrow. When you got the phone call with the news about his arrest, what's the first thing that came to your mind? We didn't know what was happening. My father is not someone who would get involved with things like that. So we didn't know why. Nothing. The main lawyer appointed by SBM Offshore says his clients unequivocally deny the accusations. Equatorial Guinea was one of Africa's poorest countries until oil was discovered in the 1990s. Its president, Teodoro Obiang Nguemambasongo, is among the world's longest-serving rulers and one of its richest. He calls oil manna from heaven, partnering with big multinationals to extract it. 
Peter works offshore five weeks on, five weeks off. We do lots of traveling together. We have lots of fun moments. If he's out on the water, he's very happy. The grandchildren play a big part in our lives. Yeah. Kathy and Peter live in Langaban on the Cape West Coast. Peter's quiet. He is very giving. He wants to just do good for everybody. Frederick Botrita's home is in George, in the Southern Cape. Most of the time, when he's at home, we catch fish, or we camp, or braai. In this close-knit family, Jolene and her father are inseparable. He is the man I've always looked up to. He is loving, a people's person. He is always there for me. A strong shoulder. A fresco. <laughs> it's okay. The families were told Peter and Frederick were sent to Black Beach, a prison with a sinister reputation and one that gained notoriety after the controversial arrest of another South African a decade earlier. To survive one night in that place is a miracle. You know, you've got murderers. The women get raped, the children get raped. Daniel Janssen van Rensburg had been dumped into Black Beach after a deal with one of the president's relatives, a prominent local businessman turned sour. But his actual jailer appears to have been a far more influential figure, the vice president and the man in overall charge of the country's security and prisons. Oh, and he also happens to be the president's son. His name is Teodor Ngema Obiang Mangu, simply known as Teodorin. They think they're above the law. The family, there's no democracy as such. Uh, and um, once the law doesn't suit them, then they just step above the law. Daniel believes he'd never have been freed had it not been for a now former judge. Former because he fled Equatorial Guinea after speaking out against corruption in the judicial system. At the time, Juan Carlos Ondoange was president of the Supreme Court and he found Daniel was being held without evidence. Daniel case should have been brought to justice as an alleged breach of a contract, not as a criminal offense. There was uh, no need to violate his rights as a citizen uh, to be in prison. So is it fair to say that Daniel was actually innocent? Of course he was innocent. It was a, a business matter. This is not a criminal issue. And nobody should be kept in prison for that. After more than 400 days in appalling conditions, Daniel was freed and allowed to return home. He recorded his experience in a book. It was really very difficult, you know, because you've got to remember all the bad things and you've got to concentrate on the very things that you try to forget. But could these two strikingly similar but apparently unconnected incidents be linked? Is it possible Peter and Frederick are paying a grotesque price for Daniel's pursuit of justice? When Daniel was released, he set about suing uh, the vice president, being Teodoran Obiang, on the basis that he had been the minister in charge of prisons and security at the time. Errol Alston has fought similar cases across Africa and became an advisor in Daniel's case for damages against Teodorin. 
It took five years, but in a landmark ruling by the Western Cape High Court, Daniel was awarded 39 million rand for illegal incarceration in Black Beach and torture. To settle the court order, two Cape Town properties belonging to Teodoran, including an opulent mansion, were attached in 2021. Daniel, though, has yet to see a cent of the damages awarded. What was causing all these delays? The vice president appealing every step of the way. Every judgment he appealed, and um, that uh, resulted in enormous delays. But then came an incident that appears to have sealed Peter and Frederick's fate. On the 7th of February this year, a super yacht called Blue Shadow, believed to be another of Teodorin's many assets, was attached in Cape Town. The move outraged the Playboy vice president, who appeared to threaten reprisals in this tweet. They must release the ship or face diplomatic consequences. What do you make of the tweets um, following the seizing of the Blue Shadow? Well, it's hardly coincidental. There clearly is a link. Teodorin has been accused of corruption in various countries and is famous for his lavish lifestyle. Handed a five-year suspended jail sentence in France, he's the target of anti-corruption sanctions imposed by the UK and has had a fleet of luxury cars seized by Swiss prosecutors. The amount of money that came in, the speed with which money came into Equatorial Guinea from oil so quickly in the 1990s into such a small country with such a distinct political culture has created an environment in which corruption has flourished and which inequality has also increased dramatically. Having spent years covering stories in West Africa, journalist Anthony Goldman knows Equatorial Guinea like the back of his hand. When the president's son, when Teodorin, the vice president, was in court in South Africa and was challenged as to how he has, was able to finance this lifestyle on a modest official salary, he was able to argue that it wasn't illegal in Equatorial Guinea to accept commissions from contractors looking for government contracts. Equatorial Guinea is the only country in the world where the president encourages his ministers and family members to benefit from the country's resources. And in this case, the resource being oil, it will run out. Hoping it may lead to Peter and Frederick's freedom, Blue Shadow was released after two weeks. Instead, the two men were sent to a high-security prison in Mongoma on the mainland. This prison houses mainly political prisoners and uh, the most dangerous criminals and uh, for whom the government considered that the right of visits and to medical assistance, legal assistance, must be prohibited. Who will ultimately then decide the fate of these men? Well, the final decision rests with the same authorities that ordered their detention, which means the highest political authorities back home, the clock is ticking. The families have been in touch with SBM Offshore, and the South African government has offered support. But there's been very little news. If you could give a message that you knew would get to your father, what would you say to him? I want to say, be strong. We love you very much. That he is not alone. He must keep on praying. Hang in there. Need fast bite. I'm my uncle, Dr. Lettere. I'm a mom. 
रुका नहीं आया On the 15th of March, company representatives managed to visit Peter and Frederick in prison, which they felt was a milestone. But the prospect of real justice is uncertain. News of the two men is sparse, with their lawyers only able to contact them every other week. At the beginning of April, both men were still at Mongoma Prison, where they seem to be treated relatively well. We'll provide updates on this story as it develops, so keep an eye on our social pages for the latest. That's another episode of Carte Blanche, the podcast done and dusted. Remember to follow and subscribe to our show on Spotify and all other major podcasting platforms. Have something to say? Join the conversation using hashtag Carte Blanche on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. We love hearing from you.